Oh yeah, what is happening, senders? Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 90 with special guest Jordan Gold, the North American PR manager of YT North America. And he's got some great information for you all about YT, the YT bikes, and the brand new gravel bike, YT's Scepter. This bike definitely is something we all have to check out. Uh, It has the spirit of the trails, but uh, the body of a gravel bike seems very intriguing. Um, As we jump into the episode, I do always like to say thank you to the supporters of the segment podcast. Big, big thank you going out to YT Industries always. YT Live Uncaged. If you're looking for a new bike, take a look at the YT lineup and Compare it to some of the other bikes out there in the market. The price point and the values are really hard to beat. YT USA. Thank you so much, YT. Also, a big thank you going out to Tasco MTB. If you see me out on the trails, you'll always see me in Tasco gloves or the Scout shorts or the new Tasco pants. And if you guys want to try some Tasco for yourself, use the link in the description below to help you save a buck or two off of Tasco MTB. Also, a big thank you going out to Spy Optic for eyewear. If you see me out on the trails, we're wearing the Spy goggles or in leisure with all the different types of sunglasses that Spy Optic has to offer. If you do want to try Spy or you're a fan of Spy, use the promo code THESEGMENT20 to save 20% off of your purchase. Also, big thank you going out to SSB, that's Sand Sports Brothers, for keeping all of those bikes nice and clean. Uh, Promo code for them is the segment 10 for 10% off of your purchase. And get yourself one of those spray and washes, tire, sealant, or chain lube. SSB is simply the best. And uh, without further ado, folks, let's get you on over into the episode with Jordan Gold. Yo, we are on the other side. What's up, everybody? Thank you for being here. Joey Yates, good to see you, my bro. (laughs) Nice to see you, Mark. (laughs) We were just on the Instagram. If you guys were on Instagram, we were just on Instagram live, grabbing you guys and bringing you over here to the uh, segment YouTube channel where we are going to be starting this podcast in a few minutes. But thought we had some time because people were jumping on. Let's let's give the whole shot award out to Trail Pimp. Congratulations. Trail Pimp with the Whole Shot Award. He says, good times, YT. Yes, 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 yes. Stoked to see this guy as always. Craig, MTB Raging says, um, I love me some YTs. Yes, (laughs) he does. He's talking the bikes. Right, not the coffee. YT, not coffee. (laughs) We have Jordan from the, uh, from YT, marketing manager coming on soon. Double R is on. Yes, live podcast for the commute. Yeah, dude. Dude, Double R, how crazy is it? It's so dark right now at night. I it felt like it was 8 o'clock when I was driving home, and then I looked at the clock. It was like 445. <laughs> it was like not that good. Oh, man. Mr. Nice Bike, what's up, bro? So, yes, I did see your text message about the five dev, the cranks. That might be somebody we should get on the podcast too. I've mentioned it. Yeah. Yes, you have. They're local. Yeah. So it, would be good. it would be good. It would be super good. I know Let's... Cab has a set on his new on his bike. 
Yes. It'd be cool to learn about how five dev is a little different, you know, than, than the others. So, uh, would be cool. Mr. Nice bike. If you have the connections there, uh, let's see if we can get five dev on the show. Burrell bikes is on. He says, Mark is on his way. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Definitely. So I see, uh, Jordan gold just walked into the backstage. So awesome. yes, yes, yes. We will be starting the podcast out. You guys, you guys are kind of getting like a little bit of an insight. This is kind of what it looks like backstage. We kind of chat and talk like this. And then we jump, we drop the intro on you guys. And that's how, uh, that's how we, we do it. So, um, behind the scenes segment tonight. This is a behind the scenes segment tonight. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mr. Knight Spike says inside joke. Sorry. Oh, no. Where? That was, uh, where's Mark? Oh, the where's Mark and the where's Joey? Yes, that's right. You went on vacation without me. <laughs> that's right. I was, I was on, I was on the islands, and uh, Joey and I were going back and forth. Where are you? Pretending we were both on the same island, and people who didn't know us literally thought we were on the same island. They're like, "Why don't you just text him? <laughs> Wait at the hotel before you take off." It was. It was hilarious. It was the same ocean, I guess. It counts. Guess. True, true. It was in the Pacific. Joey was from, you know, from uh, Laguna Beach. We were in Laguna Beach on those on those shots, yeah, right? Yeah, I was on the <laughs> and I was on, uh, I was on, uh, where was I? I was in the, I was in the Caribbean. Oh, maybe the Caribbean, but the water all connects some way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which is super good. Oh, man. So, guys, we have Jordan Gold on the show tonight. It's going to be fantastic. Marketing manager for YT USA, talking about a lot of the great things. Um, and, Jordan, I see you I see you backstage. If you, if you can hear us and you look good and everything, give us a quick thumbs up. Okay, Jordan's ready to go. Um, we're going to go ahead and, and patch Jordan in real quick. But uh, finishing up the chats uh, real quick. What's up, MTB Tank? Good to see you. Burrell Bikes, as always. <laughs> Can we all have a moment of silence for Paul the Punter and MTB? Oh, Dude, I know. We were yeah. literally just talking about Do you really think he's done? I don't know. If you're that tight in, can you be done done? Uh, is he trolling us? I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like he's done done. Maybe he is done done, but maybe that stoke will bite him and bring him back. Right. Oh, man. Life of Riley MTB. Let's go, young talent. What about the old guys? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a spirit thing. <laughs> it's a spirit thing. Let's young see if we can heart. patch you. Young at heart. <laughs> yeah, young at heart. Jordan Gold, what's up, my bro? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, dude. Great to see you, my man. Um, the folks are getting a little bit of a backstage tonight before we start the show. So went For ahead sure. and just got a lot of the people on the chat. So folks, feel free to chat away. Um, I need Jordan, that backdrop. That's a dope <laughs> backdrop. Uncaged <laughs> for uncaged. Live uncaged. Nice. I love yes. it. Awesome, okay. guys. Well, let's kick it off, you all. Let's uh, let's get the uh, let's get the old podcast started, right? So here we go. This is kind of like if we were backstage, we'd say, all right, guys, let's have a great show. Uh, let's make a difference in people's lives. And uh, three, two, one, we're going live. And then the, it looks kind of like this. This is Messiah Hill, and this is the Scooter Backflip. Oh, yeah. Woo. Wait, Dad, do we have a podcast tonight? Oh, yes. See, I'm going to be late. Here, you're going to need to Thank you. hurry up. Hey. 
And there we are, folks. <laughs> We're in the closet at YT, the secret door <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> Jordan <That's> awesome. Gold. <laughs> Welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you for jumping on, Jordan. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Dude, so so stoked to have you. Um, and before we get started, as we get started with the show, Jordan, if for the folks who don't know you, just quickly just tell them like who you are um, and kind of what your role is at YT. For sure. Uh, so my name is Jordan. Uh, I work at YT Industries North America here uh, down in San Clemente. Uh, I started in customer service and made my way up to the marketing team and now just handling business uh, with the, the PR uh, global team now. Love it. I love it. Yeah, you might see Jordan when it comes to a lot of cool stuff that's going on, sometimes media stuff. I know when the Scepter bike was uh, just coming out, you guys are doing a ton of media going back and forth to the islands, you know, for for what's coming out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, someone's got to do it. And uh, you're yeah. you have a seat on that chopper. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's time yep. to get you over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a process setting up, but it ended up being a really, really cool trip. Um, we had three different groups uh, of press, uh, one from North America, um, uh, one from the UK, and then one from Germany, uh, each with about four or five different press outlets. Uh, and we spent a day riding uh, in San Clemente here. And then the second day was a surprise, uh, but we took a helicopter over to Catalina Island uh, to ride the gravel bike over there. Um, kind of like a, a heli drop for a drop bar bike. So <laughs> taking a little bit of our, our lineage and putting it towards a drop bar bike, which was kind of cool. That's really cool. The the spirit and the stoke of the trail into that gravel bike and beyond mm -hmm. for the commuters, for the road bikers, for for everyone. I mean, maybe that's a great place to start off, Jordan, because that's something brand new. Is that is mm -hmm. that scepter? Do you do you mind introducing the scepter to all of us? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, it's it's something completely new for us uh, at YT. Um, we're known for having a, a gravity bike. Uh, and now we decided to introduce some some drop bars and a little bit less travel. <laughs> By a little bit, a lot of less travel. <laughs> <laughs> that thing looks fun. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a blast. Um, I personally, I've I've grown up in a mountain bike family. Um, I've been road biking a little bit just for training purposes. Um, so to mix the two was a little bit interesting for me at first, um, but I'm very pleasantly surprised uh, with the bike. Well, when you first took that bike out. Did you did you see this bike in development or or did they did it show up and you're like, hey, let's go get on this thing and get some experience? How did that whole thing unfold? You know, honestly, it was kind of a myth. Uh, we heard about it for a few years, uh, at least in North America. All the design and stuff is, is done over in Germany at the at the headquarters. Um, but it was kind of a myth that we were going to have a gravel bike at some point. Uh, and then all of a sudden I get a shipping notification email that one's headed my way. Oh, my uh, God. So, I was excited. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I had seen some photos and some R&D drafts um, of the bike, but never one physically. Um, so once it finally showed up, it was it was go time. <laughs> wow, that thing looks so speedy. And how mm -hmm. now what was your when you first got laid eyes on it um, and, and some of the myths that you heard? What were some of the things that really stood out to you about this bike? You know, when I first took it out of the box, uh, like stepping back and looking at it from the side, I could see how slack the head tube was and how far away the front wheel was. Um, like I said, I ride road bikes all the time. So seeing a gravel bike like that, where everything was so laid out, it really made sense. You know, it was definitely part YT and, and part drop bar bike. <laughs> Damn. 
I love it. I trail pimp, I think nailed it there. He had said good times gravel bike with gravity DNA. Mm -hmm. Is, is exactly that what we're going for? Yeah. I was going to say, is that, that's the, the particular market. So are you trying to grab the folks that are, that have YT lineage or trail lineage that, that stoke from the trail and getting them over to gravel? Is that kind of where you guys are aiming? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. The scepter is not necessarily like the gravel bike for everyone. Um, it's not specifically a touring bike. It's not like a, a cyclocross race bike, um, so to speak. It can be used for any of those things, um, but we're really trying to provide uh, a bike for people that, you know, usually ride during the, the season that can't ride in the off season, uh, but still want to, you know, rip some berms or hit a jump here and there uh, from love, time to time. Love it. I love it. We got uh, Steve from Spokesman out of Northern California. He's asking, that's a great looking bike. What's the weight mm -hmm. on that thing? Uh, you know, that's actually a really good question. Um, surprisingly, the the Core 4, which is our more expensive model, uh, weighs just a tiny bit more than the Core 3. Um, but that really just comes down to having a seat dropper. Uh, the Core 3, the green one, uh, just has like a static post. Okay. Uh, and then the Core 4 has a, a seat dropper. It's it's not too much on the smaller sizes. It's 50 millimeters and on the bigger ones, uh, 75. Um, but yeah, just a, a small weight difference, but not not too bad. Nice, nice. We have a, let's see, was there another question here? Uh, Mr. Nice Bike is saying, YT has some of the best customer service around. Always a pleasure to work with them. And uh, we have Riding Dirty out of Arizona says, yo, 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 I want that gravel bike. Are these bikes available for sale today or is there a launch date coming? Uh, so they've already been launched um, as of last week. Uh, they're available to order. Uh, I believe our first container of them is coming in early next week, if I remember correctly. Um, so if you order one now, uh, they'll be shipping very, very shortly. Um, and then we'll be getting them pretty consistently um, going forward. Gotcha, gotcha. And it looks like uh, Joey just pulled this up, Scepter Demo event, November 12th, mm -hmm. 9 a.m. If folks mm -hmm. that are in the area want to to try this bike out, what to, how many people can, can do the event or, or how is this mm -hmm. set up? So we have a full size run of bikes. Um, we have some devils of like large and extra large. Uh, I think a couple double mediums as well, um, just to keep people in the saddle. Um, but uh, Saturday marks the first day that you can demo a scepter out of the mill. Um, so those bikes will be there to stay um, for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, but that just marks the first day someone can try one. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. November 12th. Mm -hmm. So guys, if you are in the yep. area, do, do they just sign up like they would normally go to the YT uh, USA website, go to mm -hmm. product services, and then go to demo and reserve, mm -hmm. reserve them in that way? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that's one way to do it. You can also actually click the link uh, on our Instagram there uh, and go through the process that way too. Okay, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, we have Trailpim saying, is that Marcus Flossman riding the bike in the ad? Uh, there's a couple photos of him actually. Uh, there's also some photos of uh, uh, Lewis Blattner. Uh, he's one of the guys in the UK, um, kind of like a cross country uh, race athlete. Um, he did a lot of the shooting uh, in the video or the launch video for the bike. Gotcha. And he's on that. Um, Debbie Keo, one of the writers out of um, Rancho Cucamonga, she's asking, I'm actually really interested in that bike. I have a lot of local flat trails here and that it would be perfect for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Tell us the type of terrain that, I mean, it has this like trail spirit, this DNA of, of YT mm -hmm. fun, but it's a gravel bike, but where, where's the, 
where can you take this sucker? Because in the ads, I mean, mm-hmm. people are jumping them and <laughs> everything yeah, else. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, where where can we play on this thing? Anywhere, anywhere you want to. Um, the the fun part for me, uh, at least when I first rode the bike, was that I was able to you know leave from my house on the road and then go find some single track uh, to ride. I've even ridden some of the the mill demo trails with jumps included. Oh. Uh, you can still rip berms on it. Um, uh, my my first impression really with the bike was it reminded me of riding an e-bike for the first time. Uh, oh, wow. E-bikes, you can kind of, you know, just point somewhere and be like, oh, I want to go ride over there. When you're on a, a gravel bike like that, you can be on the road and see a trail off to the side and go and rip it. Dang. Okay, that's cool. Is that is mm-hmm. that kind of how they've built it with that, like, slacker head tube angle? And uh, mm-hmm. obviously, we see that there's front suspension on there. Um mm-hmm. And then, and then how is the, it, the back, the chain stay, is it, is it all designed to be this kind of hybrid model type of bike, but strong gravel, but hybrid everywhere else? Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, we wanted to include pedal performance, but we also wanted to be fun on the trail, just like any of our other bikes. Um, so it was, it's definitely took some time in R and D, you know, to find the right mix. Um, strangely enough, actually the suspension fork has an OEM, uh, offset. So it's a little bit more than you would find if you were to buy just the fork by itself, wow. uh, just to put that front wheel a little bit further away um, uh, than normal. Dang, 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 dang. Super yep. cool, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. So that's kind of like the latest and the greatest from YT. And and YT isn't afraid to go out and do things different, you know, and have fun exactly. with it. And I, I, and I love that about YT. I think that's why a lot of folks, when you're in this, at least in Southern California, where we are, when we are on the trails, YT just comes with its own feeling and, and culture. You know, when you, mm-hmm. it, it's not like a, a corporate type of thing. It's feels more like a skate brand, you know, yeah. while we're out there yeah. having a good time. Is, is that kind of the feeling that you get as a marketing person inside of YT? Is that what you guys are going for? Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. We're, we're trying to be more of a family than just, you know, a famous brand. Uh, we want everyone that has one of our bikes or that wants to get one of our bikes to be part of our family. Um, we're more going for, you know, fuck yeah, than, than first place. Nice. And we want people to have fun rather than just, you know, try to be the fast guy. Love it. Love it. That's, that's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's awesome, Jordan. And then, so, uh, what are the, are, what are the price points on these gravel bikes, um, for people mm-hmm. that are, are looking to jump in and how mm-hmm. does it compare to some of the other bikes in, in the marketplace? Uh, so the, the core three starts at, uh, 3299, if I remember correctly, uh, okay. that's the bike, uh, very similar to the core four, just not really having a dropper post. Um, other than that, you know, the, the spec honestly is pretty similar. Um, you know, it doesn't have carbon cranks. There's a couple little, you know, little things that do make a difference. Uh, and then the core four is, uh, 44 99. Um, so you have carbon fiber cranks, uh, wireless shifting, uh, wireless seat dropper uh, and so on. Um, so compared to the, the rest of the market, they're pretty aggressively priced, I would say, um, yeah. at least for what you're getting, you know, full carbon frame, one by drivetrain, again, being wireless and all that stuff. That's pretty insane. That sounds good. I, I I'm mm-hmm. curious. Like I never thought of a gravel bike until the until this came out. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm looking at it. And then I'm watching the guys on the ad 
sending it, whipping it, and everything. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that looks that looks super fun. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought the exact same way. I thought the exact same way. You know, I've I've always been one that I want to have the right tool for the job, so to speak. If I'm gonna go ride mountain bikes, I'm gonna have a mountain bike with me. If I go to the bike park, I have a park bike. If I'm gonna go ride road, I'm gonna ride a road bike. Yeah. Um, but for something like this, you can really just go for an adventure. If you if you feel like being on the bike all day long, it's a perfect thing for you. Dang, that's awesome, man. That is really, really cool. I, I can't wait to see more of these out and about. Um, Joey's pulling up some of the, here's the frame design right here, actually. Uh, one thing that jumps out on, on it right there is like, look at all the different things you could put on the bike. What is that? One, two, three sets of, of holders there? Mm-hmm. And there's actually uh, some more on the down tube there. They look kind of hidden. Oh, um, yeah. But there's, uh, there's three spots there. So, you know, Traditional bottle cage will just hold two bolts, um, but there's a third one extra just in case you want to put, you know, a bigger bottle or a bigger frame bag or something like that. Interesting. Okay, so this thing is is meant mm-hmm. to go for for the distance and for adventure. Spokesman saying that is gorgeous. Is he saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's definitely one of those <gasps> type of looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. different. That's for sure. Mister Nice Bike is saying, "Damn, good value." Man, look at all this. This is this is very cool. Oh, hey, fellow writer right here, uh, Mr. Outsider, Tony Da Silva hey. has jumped on. He says, hey, guys, uh, what up, Jordan? <laughs> hey there, Tony. <laughs> That's awesome. Good to see you, brother. Uh, spokesman saying bottle cages on the top tube. Yeah, bottle cages or, or mm-hmm. bike bags, it looks like. Any, anything you want to put on there? Yeah, I'd say more more bike bags, even flat kits, similar to like you'd see on an enduro bike. Even now, you can put a flat kit on the on the underside of the top tube. Um, we just wanted to provide as many options as possible with that frame. Uh, I love it. So that is the new scepter, which mm-hmm. you can demo here, and uh, comes in the course now. Something that we talked about backstage that I thought was really cool. Um, it used, to, you know, YT used to have like the shred. And names like that, and then very recently it shifted to the core models. Mm-hmm. Are, is are we are we looking forward to seeing more core type separation between the different models within each bike? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so similar uh, to the past, you know, we've had like a, a pro race, for example, um, that would be likened to a core four nowadays. Um, so the idea is that we have uh, rolling changes to those core bikes. We'll always have them in stock, or they'll always be on order. Um, but they're, they'll always get, you know, rolling uh, changes as far as parts go. So say, you know, for a core two Jeffsy, for example, um, you know, if you were to buy it today, it'll have a certain spec. If you bought it in eight months from now, after Fox comes out with a different rear shock, it'll have a different rear shock on there. But that same core two will still exist and always be available. Um, so like you said, like the shred models, um, basically we have the uncaged models now. Uh, instead of being called shred or blaze or something like that, Gotcha. Um, we still are going to always have, you know, limited, uh, limited bikes, uh, but they're just going to have an uncaged uh, version. Um, gotcha. So there, that's the the uncaged nine. Uh, I believe that's a decoy, if I can see yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, that totally different spec than we normally have with Olin suspension. Um, similar frame to like what would come on a core two. So the carbon front triangle and aluminum rear triangle. Um, just, you know, a, a different, more more niche setup. That's nice. So the uncaged will be kind of like the limited edition stuff. And then every, every other bike build will be in the cores, whether it's core two, three, and then four is going to be your top line build for that specific bike, whether it's the Jeff C, the Capra, 
and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And then we'll, we'll always have, you know, limited versions of bikes with the uncaged uh, system, uh, just named differently, honestly. Gotcha, man, always dropping some cool new stuff. I remember, mm -hmm. uh, I was at a meeting and, uh, was texting back and forth with uncaged MTB here, Mr. Joey Yates and the uncaged mm -hmm. nine just dropped that purple with the Olin's on mm -hmm. it. And, mm -hmm. uh, I literally was at a meeting. I didn't have my card with me. So I waited for the meeting to get over. I ran to my hotel room. I got my card out. I went on to place the <laughs> order and it was gone in like, a oh heartbeat. man, <laughs> it mm -hmm. was gone so fast. Um, but you guys, those ones were gone in a flash so fast. I think, what did they sell in like an hour and a half? Maybe mm -hmm. a lot of the Capras, uh, were gone pretty quickly. Um, uh, we actually just got a restock of the decoy though. Um, we do Ooh. have a few more on the website, uh, in normal sizes too, uh, medium, large and extra large, I believe. Nice. So folks, if you're mm -hmm. today, it's November right now. And if you're mm -hmm. looking for a Christmas <laughs> gift or holiday present for yourself or a loved one, decoys are back in stock. Now I heard a rumor, mm -hmm. you guys just had the garage sale. Mm -hmm. Um, was it like last weekend, I believe. And mm -hmm. I heard that the Jeffsies and the decoys literally ran off the shelves. You had mm -hmm. put everything out there, started this garage sale and then boom, big demand for those things, huh? Yeah. Yep. We had a, we had a lot of decoys actually. We had like two of those A-frame racks completely full of them. And I think those were the first bikes to go. Woo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so fun, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. The ease are so fun for the folks that are out there, man. You guys know a lot of the folks that are in the chat right now, um, do have an E a lot of the folks actually have decoys that are out here and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, those things are just so fun. You get so many reps in on the trail. Just yeah. It's just so good for your specific quiver. What are, what are you riding on right now, Jordan? You know, honestly, it depends on the, on the day of the week. Uh, you know, during normal work days, I usually get like an hour lunch break. Um, so the e-bike is perfect for that. I can put the same amount of effort in and just crank out a ton of laps, um, just over and over and over again. I still get sweaty, you know, it's still definitely a workout. Um, but yeah, I, I can just hit the trail way, way more than normal. Yes. Um, on, on the weekends, though, you'll probably catch me on a Capra if I'm not training on the road bike. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's so there. Look at that Capra right there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. She's pretty. I don't know why mm -hmm. I say she. It's just it's a pretty bike. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a vessel. You know, it's a vessel that makes it, it a she. <laughs> it is, yes, a gorgeous vessel of stoke, mm -hmm. of stoke and gnar. Mm -hmm. The beautiful combination between scare, scary and, and, oh, man, that was awesome. The outsider saying, love that color. Yeah, that's the Knox blue. Let's let's try to, we can get some, so guys, Jordan is the is is on the marketing team, so we might be able to get some good, uh, good, good information out of him for the, for the future. <laughs> Jordan's got the poker face on. He's like, no. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> we got. Oh uh, no, he's. We're losing him. We're losing him. Uh, right and dirty says that launch edition capper pink is fire. Ooh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, the launch Super edition capper. How many of those were were released um, out into the wild? So I believe there were actually two hundred globally, uh, and I think we got either half or just over half of those here in the US. Wow. Mm -hmm. And those things just gone. Are there any of those left or are they all out in the wild? You know, I think there might be a couple left. Um, oh, similar to like the uncaged nine, I think that there was a little bit of a delay with supply chain, um, at oh. least 
when this bike was first being planned. Um, so I think we got some more, more in the warehouse right now. Look at that. Joey's, uh, Joey's saying the large is in stock mm -hmm. right now, folks. If you're watching this, I know, uh, Jordan, he's, he's in his office, but he's doing this off of his iPhone. So he can't quite see some of the small things on the screen. So if you're wondering <laughs> why he, he can't see that, that's, that's the reason why. So, uh, yeah, it looks like there's a couple of those larges left, which is, mm -hmm. uh, that's a, that's a sick color. I agree with you, Eric. That is, that is super dope. Um, oh, actually, he's Joey's pointing. So I can't even read. I got a big screen in front of me. It looks like the large <laughs> is in stock, the extra large, and the double XL is in stock on that launch oh, wow. edition. Hey, dang, okay. that is we got cool. some more. <laughs> yeah, more is in. More is in. Um, mm -hmm. We have. Uh, gosh, man, there's so many people. I love this. The chats. Colorado kid just jumped in. He says, "Hey, everybody, I'm on a plane waiting to leave Denver right now." Oh yeah, Callie, what's up, dude? Thank you for jumping on. How many people are in the flight? Hold the phone up. What's up, everybody? It's Jordan <laughs> Gold from, <laughs> from YT and Joey and I. Hey, y'all. What's up, Airplane, United Airlines? <laughs> uh, we got uh, Rodolfo is saying, Mark, the big question for us decoy owners, is there a bigger battery coming out? Not that I need it, LOL. Gotcha. Good question. Um, Jordan, that is do you a very good question. Yeah, don't, don't twist my arm. Uh, I can't say too, too much, but keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> Got it. That answers, that yeah. answers a lot of the question right there. Keep your eyes peeled. So mm -hmm. what, what's crazy is that a lot of times I'll go out on. So for example, I went to sky park for a lot, a lot of folks who've been to sky park and I got over 20 miles on the decoy and it was literally getting dark and I did not run out of battery. I had one bar left but mm -hmm. I, I had tons of energy for the day. So I'm not the type of guy who's running out of battery for battery life. When I, when I talk to people about battery and they're like, I got this battery that'll go this many miles and I get sucked into it. But at the end of the day, I look back and I'm like, I don't, I don't run out of battery. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe I need to be on boost mode the whole time. Maybe that's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes a difference. And, you know, for, for bigger riders too, um, you know, the, the motor basically matches whatever power is put in. Um, so for bigger guys, they have a lot more torque just naturally for having more weight going into it. So then the bike needs to push a little bit harder on, on top of that. Um, so some, you know, ex, extra large, double extra large riders uh, might still not be in boost mode, um, but can lose battery a little bit faster than people on, you know, a medium frame, for example. God, I didn't realize that. So it literally matches the wattage you put down on the pedal. The bike will match that mm -hmm. wattage. So it, it's mm -hmm. like it's a U times two. Mm hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. I mean, depending on the mode too, you know, like an, an eco isn't going to be a complete, you know, 50, 50 match. Um, but yeah, like when you're, when you're in boost, it's going to take your weight or however much torque is going in uh, to the motor and, and match it. Got it. Got it. Man, the e-bike is so good for that. Uh, just getting out there. Brett Hall says never have a battery issue trail mode all day. That's what he rides mm -hmm. trail mode all day. I love mm -hmm. it. I, I, and hey, congratulations too on your recent marriage. Oh, thank you. <laughs> which, which is which is awesome. And uh I, I remember that part of life. And you know, I'm trying to think if I was a mountain biker when I first got married, how hard the juggle would be to to make sure that I'm home, make sure that I'm not mm -hmm. late. And I feel like uh the e-bike is perfect for that. When you're on limited time or you have, you know, you want you have other commitments, I feel like the e-bike mm -hmm. can get you out there and get you back home as well. Mm -hmm. For sure. Which is good. Mm -hmm. But then also, and I've never ridden one of these, but then also 
you have in the lineup the YT Izzo, which mm-hmm. looks like it's a fast, nimble, kind of like, what is that, more of like a downcountry bike? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I think that describes it really well. Um, it's geometry-wise a little bit more leaning towards, uh, you know, a cross-country bike. Um, but when you're riding it, you kind of feel like you're on like a Jeff C, but a little bit lighter and snappier, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, that's a good looking bike. And mm-hmm. and that particular one that Joey's brought up, which one is that one? That one is the, is that an uncaged version? Yeah, that's the uncaged seven. Um, so that actually has a little bit less travel uh, than like the, the core Izzo's would have. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just, they went to, you know, the full nines to make that thing as light as possible. Um, even the, the air cap on the fork is just a normal straighter valve, not the, the full size air cap. <laughs> got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks like a fun bike. That might be actually for the folks that are tuning in from Arizona. I wonder how that bike would ride on some of the techie climbs. I bet that thing would rip up the trails on mm-hmm. the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually have a good friend of mine, uh, out in Arizona that rides in Izzo. Uh, he has the the core four and absolutely loves it. He says it's a perfect bike for out there. Really? Um, I think I think he bumped the travel up in the front ten millimeters just to make it feel a little bit more like a trail bike. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, he's been super stoked on the thing. Dang, that's cool. I think I mm-hmm. saw footage of is it Rob Drew, one of the Drew brothers? I think uh, mm-hmm. is out there. I think he has an Izzo two that he bumped up the front fork a little bit and mm-hmm. mobbing it um that that yeah. seems like a great spot um the outsider saying Izzo was a great bike in sedona oh so he took it there yeah tony's saying tony's saying mm-hmm. great for sedona and mm-hmm. uh mtb radio saying "Ooh, love my Izzo. just got the suspension done at gravity today nice that, that's cool craig tell us what did you do to it did you did you bump up the front or did you did you just set set the clicks and the air pressure the right way that you wanted for for you let me know um spokesman been saying that core four looks light 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 mm-hmm. light what's the spokesman he he loves the weight questions how what's do you know what the weight is on the iso you know i want to say it's going to be just under 30 pounds i don't know exactly off the top of my head um but it's definitely lighter than you know our normal uh, yt bike i know that the the frame specifically is a little bit thinner carbon wise uh-huh. Uh, doesn't mean it's any less strong, um, but they really did go to make it, you know, as light and as snappy as possible. That's cool. And that's a lot of the marketing behind that saying that it's like that samurai feel that like light, nimble, mm-hmm. ninja, quick and snappy. I see Joey's Joey's on the specs page right now. He's looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> the spokesman saying trying to offset my gut. <laughs> <laughs> uh mtb raging saying secret sauce in the front coming soon to 34 rippers Ooh, wonder wonder what he did what he did there uh joey's bringing bringing up another picture here of the iso now the suspension on on that it it's vertical is that like did they do that on purpose because of the design that they're trying to make it uh, more snappy or, or why did they do it that way yeah, it's a little bit different from what we normally do. Um, usually we have, uh, you know, a four bar link, basically, like if you look at the two as, for example, the the downhill bike, is very, very progressive. Um, the Izzo is definitely more on the linear side uh, in comparison to our other bikes, um, you know, but with having such little travel, we wanted to fit everything as tightly as we could. 
uh, while still being able to offer um, a water bottle in there and everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. And, and man, there are some rippers out there that are on the Izzo and they swear by it. I know Rich and Rob Drew, for example, are doing it. Mm -hmm. um, Rob was, was tearing up an Izzo out there in Bentonville and uh, mm -hmm. just making it look so, so fun. Uh, right and dirty out of Sedona say, and send it this way. And I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out. <laughs> I love that. Scott saying, I'm six foot with shoes and 195 pounds. In any of your options, would a decoy large or extra large be a better fit? Mm. You know, at, at six foot, you really technically could go either way. Personally, I would say an XL would probably fit you best um, unless you want something that feels smaller underneath you. Um, with any of our bikes, I would recommend keeping a shorter stem, um, kind of like the decoy has uh, stock. If you go a little bit longer with the bike being so slack, it kind of feels a little bit like lacking confidence, I guess you could say. Um, so the XL, that way you, you can, you know, scoot the saddle back if you need to, put the seat dropper all the way down into the frame and probably be more comfortable. Um, I'm 5'7", maybe 5'8", on a really good day, and I ride a large personally. So... Going all the way up to six foot, I think the XL would probably suit you best. There you go, Scott. Hope that helps, man. Uh, they're they're thinking XL for you, so uh, definitely go down. You can go down to the mill if you live close by. You can go down and mm -hmm. demo both sizes and see which one feels good under your toes. If if you're in the area, um, and Jordan, the this mill in San Clemente is that the only that's the only mill in the USA, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, it's the only one in North America for now. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, for now. Uh oh, yep. so, something good. Something good's afoot here. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> MTB Raging. I think he's on the same secret sauce. He says, seriously, I can't say yet. <laughs> Mike's got some potential. <laughs> 34 wizardry coming. Guinea pigs are us. LOL. Oh man. They're having fun in the, in the chat. Trail pimp is, is saying to you, Scotty saying XL brother XL. And uh, Tony, the outsider, saying, I'm 5'9 on a large, and it's perfect for him. So uh, MTB Raging has a YT. He's, I'm also with Tony. They're about the same size and rides a large. And uh, Mr. Nice Bike, who rides bikes out in San Diego, says, Scott, Ripple XL all day, bro. So, man, hope that helps. We're getting a shaka from Scott. So right on, man, right on. Sick. Yes, definitely. So um, Jordan... What, what are some other things that are happening there at YT that you can share um, that might be a little bit different or changing or, or upcoming? Uh, you know, recently we actually did a, a price drop um, completely website-wide. Um, we finally have caught up with uh, supply chain issues that were happening uh, during COVID. Um, so once we got some savings, we wanted to pass that on uh, to our customers, just like always. Um, so you'll see, you know, definitely different prices across the board, um, with anything that's either in stock or even pre-order, uh, on our site. Uh, and those, those price changes are here to stay. It's not just like a sale or anything like that. Um, quite literally our prices got lower, so we're going to pass that on. Um, wow. it's kind of part, part of our lineage. You know, we, we started, um, you know, basically just wanting to provide a high quality machine for those riders that couldn't quite afford it. Um, and yeah, we're continuing that, that whole, uh, situation. That's awesome. So the, the new price drop, that's just not a promotional time slot mm -hmm. that that's going to be back to the lineage of YT great bikes at a great value price. 
Exactly. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay, folks, there we go. We got a price drop on those that are going to stay. Um, I saw that uh, the Joey had popped that promo up. Was that on Instagram that that just that you had that there, Joey? Was that where that was, or is that on their website? Mm-hmm. Instagram. It's on. It's, yeah, it's on Instagram everywhere. I think we did a couple of Facebook posts about it as well. Nice. Yeah, all of them. They're showing all the bikes right there. All even the Primus for the kiddos. Messiah and Hill, mm-hmm. my son, who I saw in the chat. What's up, buddy? He's ripping the <laughs> the little Primus uh, twenty six. Yeah, uh, he he's having such a blast. I was uh I left the mill today, and uh, I got a uh, new bike day coming for you guys. I can't wait to show you that video. But I got a call from my son, and he's so stoked on riding bikes, Jordan. He's like. Dad, I just whipped it about 80 degrees. I'm almost 90 all the way, all the way through. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. I was like, but what about your math test? How'd you do in your math yeah. test today? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I did fine, but I'm, I'm whipping. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's giving you a degree angle. That means he's doing well in math, right? <laughs> exactly. That's very true. Very specific. You got to be specific to be terrific, my son. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, show up him saying, why he change the game with pricing when they came to the U S mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. That's cool. That's cool that they did. I, I love it. I love it. Now I know a lot of bike shops might say, you know, it's tough with YT being so direct to consumer. Um, what, what do you, what would you kind of say to some of the bike shops? Cause I also know you guys work with a lot of the bike shops, you know, if, uh, sure. if you, if you guys are full, you recommend bike shops, but, uh, how do you guys kind of, what's your relationship there with the bike shops? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I actually, uh, I came from working at, you know, various bike shops around Orange County um, for, I guess, seven or eight years, uh, and then finally landed at YT. So I had a similar mind state to a lot of shops, um, you know, before actually working here. Um, you know, I we, we want to pass savings on to customers as far as actually buying the bike, but when it comes to service or upgrades or anything like that, um, you know, in customer service, we always push people to go to their local shop. We're not trying to take, you know, daily business away away from shops either. Um, you know, we, we'd love to sell bikes to people uh, at a value price. Um, but as far as service or anything like that, we always want to support local shops. And that's so true, man. I see it when I go in there. A lot of times they're jumping on the phone or they're telling the the customer there's a, a bike shop in your area that, you know, uh, I've heard of good things from. So I, I see mm-hmm. that in action when I'm actually live in, in there. And uh, I hope mm-hmm. that makes it out there to the airwaves of other bike shops, knowing that YT is there to work with mm-hmm. you guys uh, and, mm-hmm. and also refer a lot of people to the local bike shop. So that I think is very mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> Colorado kid. Yeah, totally. He, Colorado kid is uh, one of the YouTube celebrities out there. He says, next time I come down to SoCal, I'll have to go on a YT, a YT, a spin, Mark, take care of it. <laughs> you got it, Joe. I got you covered. I know people like Jordan and we can get you, we can get you on a bike. Callie, the question yeah. is, which bike would you want to ride? So I believe, well, Cal- Cal- Colorado kid lives in Northern California, mm-hmm. but when you come to SoCal, uh, what bike would you would you want to ride? Would, would it be a decoy? I don't know if I could see Colorado Kid on an e-bike. What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't know. I think he'd have fun on the Jeffsy. Hmm. That's a, that's a make good him, all- Make him try an e-bike. You know, people can not like e-bikes all they want until they try one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Man, once you get on one of those things, oh, my gosh. Game changer. Total <laughs> game a, changer. Such a game changer. And I, I feel like it's one of those 
it's just one of those things like I don't think now that I'm on an e-bike, I, it's not that I think that an e-bike is better than. I think it's just mm-hmm. a good addition too. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like if I'm going with the guy, like you said, if we have an hour at lunch and we got to get back and get back to work, man, the e-bike would be the one that I'm reaching for because I can get mm-hmm. more miles and more smiles, which is exactly. which is awesome. Oh, here he goes. He's saying it. He says, OMG, the videos he would make if he went to the dark side. (laughs) 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 Colorado kids actually saying, e-bikes are a blast. Do a yearly Downeyville e-bike trip. Legendary. Okay, so yeah, he's he's down with the E. He's down with the E. So we got to get him on one. He says, Mm -hmm. whichever bike really highlights the aerodynamics of his mustache. Honestly. (laughs) 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 Which one would that be? Would that be the Izzo? The Izzo's got such nice clean lines. Uh, you know, I'd go with the scepter, match the drop. Oh, the scepter. <laughs> yeah. The scepter. Callie, we, well, let's get you on a scepter. We'll take him down. Could you take the scepter down the main jump line? I've done it. It's definitely oh doable. My, oh my yep. God. Definitely Dang. doable. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. awesome. See, Callie, we we there's bikes there. There's many, many a bikes to to be had. <laughs> yep. And a lot of stoke. Oh man, Jordan, I know we talked a lot about the bikes and we talked about your role in marketing there, but let's touch base. Like Mm -hmm. Jordan's not just a guy that's working behind the the scenes there at YT, not just the corporate dude. He grew up riding bikes. Jordan, let's talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about your, your lineage for bikes. So you come from a a mountain bike family. Yeah, I I sure do. Actually. Uh, I was born and raised by an ex pro uh, downhill racer. Actually, my mom, not my dad. <laughs> awesome. uh, she raced in the, the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. Um, so I didn't really have a choice but to get into riding. Um, I think my first race was when I was maybe three and a half or four years old uh, up in Big God. Bear. Oh my um, gosh. But yeah, I kind of got forced into it. Um, obviously, it was fun growing up, but they never really, uh, my parents never really like cut corners with me. I didn't get a full suspension bike until I worked at a bike shop and I bought my own. Um, I always had like a hardtail or like a, a BMX bike, really, uh, unless I could you know, put my savings towards it or, or work towards it. I love um, that. But even with that being said, uh, my mom's in her 60s now, and I still don't ride with her on purpose because she rips me to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the folks who your mom is. What's your mom's name? Uh, so her name's Elaine Gold. Um, she is definitely active uh, in the mountain bike community down here in Orange County, especially with uh, a community called the Trail Angels. Uh, it's a big uh, women's group that goes riding, honestly, any day of the week, um, anywhere down here from uh, like Whiting all the way through Laguna uh, and so on. Um, but, uh, one of her teammates, uh, when she was racing was Lee Donovan. Um, she actually works at SRAM now, oh, yeah. um, but she's, she kind of pursued her career, uh, with mountain biking. My mom kind of just, you know, wanted to be a stay at home mom. Um, so she didn't really go, go too far with it. Um, but she definitely never stopped riding. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. Lane, mm-hmm. Lane Gold is, is your mom. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, so your dad obviously had a love for mountain biking. You are, were there, are there multiple kiddos? Do you have multiple siblings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have one older brother. Uh, he actually used to race cross country. Um, he would do uh, the vision quest and counting coup every year. Um, I don't think he ever podiumed or anything like that, but he definitely trained hard for it. Um, it's kind of funny, actually. My dad uh, is a computer science guy at Cal State Long Beach, and he was never a mountain bike rider really all that much. 
uh, even when my mom was out racing. Um, but as they've gotten older now, they actually uh, they go on bike packing trips every year no uh, and either do a large portion of or completely uh, uh, the Great Divide. So that's basically Canada to Mexico uh, on a bicycle uh, camping cow. every night. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh pretty gnarly. God. So would they be yeah. on a trip like that? Would you be on like a, a scepter type of bike for that? Or would that be a full like XC mountain bike? You know, what would that be? They, they technically, they could do it on a scepter. Um, I definitely suggested it to them. Um, but when they're in the saddle for over 30 days, back to back Ooh. to back, Ooh. you want something even more upright um, and most likely with a flat bar. So they have flat bars. Uh, it's still a hardtail. Um, but those bikes actually have a, a pinion gearbox, uh, so they have 13 wow. gears running on a belt drive. Um, that wow. you know, if you think about it, maintenance-wise, you never really have to worry about a sealed gearbox, um, similar to like a car or something like that. Um, but they have them fully loaded up, front and rear, you know, handlebar bag all the way back to having panniers and and seat bags and all that stuff. That's incredible! Wow, yeah, and pretty they, gnarly. And they're and they're in their 60s. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dang. Spokesman saying, wow, great divide is not messing around, mm -hmm. dude, for sure. So this is your lineage growing up around athletes, uh, like your mom, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then now your, your father, your brother in the racing. So you like are totally into this. So, um, mm -hmm. what was your first, do you remember your last hardtail bike? And then do you remember your very first dual suspension bike and the difference that oh, you man. found? You know, I think my last hardtail was a specialized fuse. So that's like a, a plus tire kind of slacked out hardtail. Um, that was one of the more fun bikes that I've ridden, uh, at least that was a hardtail. Um, and I guess at that time, I also had um, a single speed rigid 29, or I raced cross country for a little bit too in the single speed category. Holy cow. Uh, and that bike was gnarly fast there was nothing really going on with it all it had was one gear and, and two brakes but it was it was tough <laughs> <laughs> um but i think my first full suspension geez i think it was actually a a felt compulsion i'm not sure if they have that bike anymore um but it's basically similar to like a, a specialized enduro or maybe like a capra but a little bit more linear and as far as you know suspension geometry goes okay Wow. Mm -hmm. Dang. It was man. a game changer. Total game changer. <laughs> yeah. It felt like amazing, right? When you first jumped oh, yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would go to I would go to Snow Summit and and take my fuse out there, my hardtail. Um, which sounds kind of gnarly going to the bike park, but in the first few weeks of the season opening, everything was super smooth without breaking bumps or anything like that. So it honestly felt like a dirt jumper. <laughs> put the seat dropper <laughs> all the way down and it's just nice and easy, you know? Dang. Dang. Well, they say if you if you can really rip that that hardtail, you know, then you really know the trail. You get you get all that feedback. You know when you make a mistake. You know when you take off and mm -hmm. land really smooth. You just mm -hmm. there there's there's no um, nothing to cover that up. <laughs> yeah, it, it reminds you all the time. It reminds yeah. you. <laughs> That's why I have lots of suspension <laughs> for my <Yep>. writing. <laughs> Oh man, Chopip sure. sure. is saying Stealth Tahoe sells felt great brand. So there you go. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. still around. Stealth. Mm -hmm. You know, felt actually, from what I know, I think felt now is mostly on the road side of things. I know Rosignol uh, bought them out okay. uh, and kind of took over the the mountain bike part of it. So uh, Rosignol is like a, a famous ski company. So when they have 
um, you know, like mountain shops that sell skis. They also sell uh, mountain bikes uh, during the summertime. That is cool. I saw that. Oh, look at one of the boys from the mill. What's up, James? James Aki just hey. jumped on. <laughs> it says, Jay Gold. <laughs> In the house. <laughs> In the house. I love it. I love it. What's up, James? Thank you for your video part today. I really appreciate it, man. It's going to be awesome when I release that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, to see I, it. I twisted his arm into something. <laughs> so, yeah, when my son was was at um, Sky Park, that was the first mm -hmm. time we rented a mountain bike for him, and it was a Rossignol. So, knowing mm -hmm. that that came from that lineage, that's that's pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. And then, basically, you you did you ever go back to hardtail after you jumped on that uh, dual suspension, or have you been dual ever since? You know, I think I've been full suspension ever since because shortly after that. Uh, I started at YT and then just went full trail, full enduro. Yeah. Yeah. So I never really looked back. I would love to get a hardtail again someday, but it's kind of tough having a Capra and a decoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, here's a question. You, you brought up the Capra and going back to the bikes a little bit. The mm -hmm. new Geo on the Capra and mm -hmm. the the Geo of the Jeff C, obviously one has a lot more suspension than the other, but the Jeff C has always been known to be the climber and the Capra's mm -hmm. always been known to be the, the downhiller. But now mm -hmm. with this new Geo, where, where do we land with the Capra on the climbs? Cause I've heard a lot of st stuff out there from riders telling me, mm -hmm. Hey man, that new Capra feels like the Jeff C. Are, are we kind of getting closer to that space with this? Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Uh, the, the updated Capra for me personally feels pretty similar to a Jeff C climbing. Uh, the update Capra has a what? much, much steeper uh, seat tube. Uh, so when you're in the riding position, you're actually a little bit more, you know, on the bike instead of kind of in the bike, I'd say, um, which honestly just creates way more efficiency. Um, the the last generation of Capra, I would say, was more leaning towards a, a park bike, whereas the updated version now uh, is meant to be pedaled a little bit more, I'd say. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's like you have your Swiss Army knife bike, but then mm -hmm. you have your Swiss Army knife for the downhill too with that mm -hmm. camera. So, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, man, that mm -hmm. that uh, I can't wait to to can't wait to get more experience on that. I'm not saying anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jordan for with sure. you, with your position in marketing, oh Joey, mm -hmm. bringing it back up. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <a> sneak a poo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jordan, with, with your lineage and, and literally being in the bike world since you were like a, a little kid, three years old up until today, uh, and I'm sure within your role in marketing, it's probably one of the things that you have to see is like trends and, and obviously looking at what other bike companies are doing. But um, mm -hmm. now in your role, your optics on, on the mountain bike industry, what are you seeing out there when it comes to what people are liking, where they're going with it, and what you guys might mm -hmm. be heading towards? You know, I've seen a lot of like reoccurring trends, honestly, as far as, you know, demand from customers. I've seen it go from, uh, you know, working the bike shop days. There was a lot of like cross country that then turned into down country and then everyone kind of gravi gravitated towards the, the trail bike and then to the enduro bike. And then now we're kind of going back to, to down country bikes. So it'll be interesting to see if that goes through all over again, back to back to enduro. Um, yeah, it's it's honestly just interesting watching the market fluctuate in that way um uh, yeah but honestly thinking to the past and i was asking someone the other day uh, i still can't 
decide what the better invention was for mountain biking. Was it tubeless or the seat dropper? <laughs> That's one thing that always pops up in my head. And some days I feel one way, some days I feel the other way. But yeah, I I still can't pick one. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. God, I feel like for those of you who could probably relate out there listening to the show right now, but how many times do you use your dropper on a, on a ride? I, I got to say mine's got to be in the hundreds, constantly mm -hmm. adjusting that sucker. And thank goodness I can't. Mm -hmm. Are you yeah, in the same yeah, boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm constantly using that thing all the time. <laughs> I love I love it. It's so nice. And then just recently I was having a conversation with James Aki there in the mill and mm -hmm. Hunter um, and actually Parker talking about changing up the seat post, whether you go 150 mil or, or 200 mil or 170 mil. And I was mm -hmm. thinking, I always felt like that just brings the seat up higher, but they're also saying that because of the sleeve, you can actually slam the mm -hmm. the saddle all the way down to the frame. And uh, mm -hmm. I can't believe I never thought of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the, the seat post can move as a whole into the frame. Um, but one thing I've always thought of is, do you really need your seat that low? Because mm. at, at times I feel like even when my seat's all the way down on the dropper, I still kind of use it kind of like a, as a rotor between my knees when I'm riding. Okay. And if it was all the way down, then I wouldn't really have anything for my legs to touch at any time. Got it. Interesting. So I almost think going too low could cause issues eventually. Interesting. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. Mm -hmm. And I did notice I was at Sky Park this weekend and I was watching a lot of the kids with the with the best trick contest. A lot of them had their their seat, their dropper seat up like maybe quarter of the way. And they would just mm -hmm. use that to pinch with their legs to take the hands mm -hmm. off the bars, you know, do all, all other types of things. And that was just a new, you know, thought process for me. Like, oh, damn. That's mm -hmm. how you keep the bike with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you look at like a like freestyle motocross, for example, you know, they always have the seat there. Um, if they needed more space and they would probably ride something like a trials bike where there is yeah. no seat or it's all the way, you know, all the way down. That's a great point. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Dang. Mm -hmm. I like, I like different. Jordan with the, the lenses there on, on, on the, on the bikes. I, I love it. And mm -hmm. now also too, you were in this position when we had the pandemic, right? So, mm -hmm. um, what did, what did you see then? And, and what are you seeing now as we're kind of emerging out of this pandemic? Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, demand just went through the roof during the pandemic. I think demand went high for a lot of different industries, um, but it took us by surprise. I would say at first, uh, at least as a, for the cycling industry as a whole, it took us by surprise. Um, you know, obviously with lockdowns, people needed to to do something. They wanted to get outside uh, and, and riding bikes sounds like a really good option, <laughs> you know, if you have nothing yeah, else to do. Right. Um, so demand demand got really high, um, but supply chain got chopped. Um, so we had a really high demand without being able to actually supply to the customer, um, which was honestly quite frustrating. Um, even for some of us staff, we'd have to wait for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, to get a part even for a bike. Um, I think even even still there's some issues, you know, getting certain chains or certain chain rings and, and things like that. Um, like not just on back order, but, you know, not going to see those parts until, you know, mid 2023 even. Wow. Um, so there's definitely, you know, some, some brands and some companies still catching up. Um, but I think for the most part, people are are getting back to normal. Got it back up there so that they're, they have the supply for the demand. Do you find that mm -hmm. is the demand dropping or are people able to satisfy their demand now? 
You know, I, I think it could be a mix of both, um, especially with like the world opening, so to speak. You know, people can go out to dinner now or, you know, go to, to various places during the day. I think movie theaters, you know, are wide open for the most part now too. Um, you know, p- people can get back to the, what their hobbies were before. Um, but I think for a lot of people uh, that at least were new to cycling during the pandemic, a lot of people honestly just gravitated towards it and they want to keep doing it. I love it, man. <clears throat> I love it. I feel like it's it's boomed and I hope the boom is here to stay. Mm-hmm. I, I met so many great mm-hmm. people out on the trails and I feel like, and I don't know if it's always been this way, Jordan, but has the mountain biking community always been this like cool, this open, this like this, br- this, this brotherhood feeling when you go out on the trails? Has it been like that since mm-hmm. you've been riding? You know, it, for me, it's always been that way. Um, but the, the groups have always been a lot smaller, <laughs> a lot, a lot smaller. Okay. Like there were even times, uh, you know, growing up that we'd see one or two other people out on the trail all day. Whereas now you see riders everywhere all the yeah. time, you know, even driving around, you know, on the freeway, you see a lot more uh, bike racks uh, with bikes on them. Yes. Know? I love that too. Cause I'm always staring at them like, what kind of bike is that? That's cool looking. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh, stay in my lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. All oh, these guys are having fun in the chat here. I love it. Chopim is saying, I thought the first generation capper would scale any mountain and it was the best climbing bike enduro bike in 2015. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chopim. That's it. That's a good experience mm-hmm. from Chopim. Oh, what's up, Johnny? You out of Miami. We got Miami in the house. He says, Panty. Nice. Good evening, kids. I'll have to rewatch. Now, this <laughs> gentleman has had his eyes on the Jeff scene. And uh, he lives in Miami, so there's a lot of like they got a lot of built features there because it's it's it's, it's a lot more flat, less mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's looking at that Jeff C. Anything anything new happening with the Jeff C. or um, anything that you can speak of on the Jeff C. Now I think there's the Jeff C. flight attendant out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the the uncaged six. Um, so that bike's you know outfitted with the the flight attendant technology from SRAM. Uh, so it's it's wireless technology that basically adjusts your suspension as you're riding. Uh, it's very smart, very intuitive. Um, every time I've ridden it, I've tried to to trick it basically, like preloading when climbing or you know <laughs> going to go bunny hop up a curve. But it's it thinks faster than I do, which wow. is really impressive. Um, but the uncaged six comes with carbon wheels, even uh, carbon crank arms. Um, the top of the line, everything really. Um, and then, you know, flight attendant on top of all that. So it's definitely a, a really, really solid setup. Is, is the Jeff C still the number one seller or hat or was even the Jeff C the number one seller out of the, all the YT bikes? Honestly, at this point, I believe so. I think so. It's had the highest demand, uh, at least from, from my circle and, and everyone that I've talked to, the Jeff C is still going strong. Yeah, that bike, that bike is definitely all around awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got mm-hmm. uh, an idea here. Mr. Nice Bike saying two S with a single crown. Oh, it's pretty badass setup as well. It like is. I like it. It is. Yep. Bobby Vacco out of uh, Corona is saying, so now that YT has a gravel bike, does that, is that making gravel bike cool? Yes. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> yes, it does, Bobby. <laughs> Wait until you see yep. the ads on this thing. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Empty Raging is saying, out of the two that you were talking about, going back and forth, he's saying dropper. Dropper, definitely. Mm. <laughs> the best invention. Uh, Honestly, I, th- I think your tubeless is saving uh, saving flats a lot more than you think. <laughs> That's true, too, right? That's true, <laughs> yeah. too. Spokesman mm-hmm. saying, best MTB invention is full squish at under 30 pounds. That's a game changer. 
droppers are nice also so he's kind of going for the the full squish and the dropper mr nice bike saying oh yeah here we go with the seat post that we talked about i leave my post up about quarter of the way when i do no handers so you can grip the seat with your knees yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right that's so good uncaged <laughs> he's saying if you see my hands off the bars i'm crashing <laughs> 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 he's going, he's awesome. talking, talking the truth. Mr. Nice Bike, you're funny. Mountain Bike QA out of Miami saying, Yes, sir. Um, spokesman, Northern California. Who is Jeff C named after? Oh, that's a good question. You, you know uh, Jeff, C, Jeff C's supposed to be your best friend. Okay. Okay. That's how it that's how it got its name. Jeff C. Mm-hmm. Your best mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Brett Hall, he's got one. He says, I love mine. He does. He's got a nice one. Uh, Trump him saying, when I came to the mill last March, I had such a great time. Free beer, energy drinks, and demos. That is a great way to inspire someone to buy a bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Makes a cool environment for sure. What What Definitely. is on tap there, Jordan, by the way? I know it changes. Mm-hmm. What's on it's, tap? It's always there? rotating. It's always rotating. Um, yeah. There's there's plenty of uh, different breweries in San Clemente uh, that will get, you know, artifacts, for example, um, I think right now we've been having pretty consistently uh, uh, different drinks from uh, Mother Earth Brewing. Ooh, um, yum. They've, been, they've, been, they've been coming to a lot of our events, too, and supplying beer, too, which is awesome. Oh, um, that Cali so. Creamin', man. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd love to say one and done, but you can never really just have one. <laughs> no, no. It's like a potato chip. You just can't have one. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're so good. Oh, man. Look at this. Now we're saying tubeless. Empty raging is changing. He's <laughs> changing from dropper to tubeless, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, which one's going to take more time? Fixing flats two or three times a ride or dropping your seat and picking it back up? Right. Good point. You know? Especially if you have like the little lever mm-hmm. thing on there, just pull the lever or drop the seat down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I never thought of that. For the folks that are out there listening to this, if it's on <laughs> Spotify or iTunes or on the YouTube, put it in the comments. What was the best invention? Is it tubeless tires or was it the dropper post? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see what the votes come out to. I'm curious I'm, about that. Me too. Me too. I'll be it, looking. <laughs> it's it's funny because I you could feel so strongly that it's that it's the dropper because mm-hmm. it's utilized so much. But then on the other hand, you could feel so strongly that it's the tubeless setup because mm-hmm. I I go back and forth all the time. I'm telling you, gosh. I still can't I still can't pick. <laughs> That'd be so hard. That would be so yeah. hard. I wonder if it's gonna be a 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> I hope <laughs> so. And to be saying Mother Earth. Mother Earth, mm-hmm. Trail Pimp saying, Cush Core for me is the best invention. Makes the bike park feel smooth. Ooh, nice. But you couldn't have Cush Core without Tubeless. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Brett says, Tubeless. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You yeah. SoCal saying, SRAM AXS all day as best invention. Mm. Ooh, ooh. I think it's a bad choice. Yeah. Not a bad choice. Yeah. Sp- Spokesman's actually there saying shifters. Bikes suck before shifters. Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong at all. <laughs> man, what is the best invention? This is good, man. We got to keep this. We got to keep this going for for best yeah. invention. Um, mm-hmm. it, and Jordan, so dude, I'm so grateful that you're able to jump on the podcast and and talk about YT and talk about yeah. you as a rider, your lineage. I had no idea that your mom was a famous pro downhill rider. That's mm-hmm. uh, 
really, really cool. And I love the fact that you've been in the mountain bike community since you were three. Mm-hmm. You, it, it puts you when you're sitting in those meetings and looking at things for marketing and, you know, engaging the market and looking at what's going to be pushed next and everything. It does feel good to like actually have a writer for writers in there helping mm-hmm. push those things out. Um, mm-hmm. ha, can you share, has there ever been any ideas that, that have come across your desk and you're like, whoa, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean, honestly, I think at first I felt that way about the scepter. I was like, whoa, like YT isn't gravel bike. Like I didn't know any details about it at all. I just thinking about having drop bars for us didn't seem to align, you know, with us at all. Um, but you know, after seeing all the R and D and definitely after riding the bike, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. I love it, man. I got to try that bike now. Dang it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely have to. A new candy in the candy store. Holy cow. (laughs) Jordan, is there anything about you as a writer or YT or, or anything that YT is coming up with soon or anything like that, that we haven't covered that you'd like to share before we, before we end the show? Um, you know, nothing, nothing that we can cover yet. That's all I'm going to say. Gotcha. Keep your eyes peeled. We have some some cool stuff coming. (laughs) Oh man. And and how soon do you think this cool stuff might be hitting the market space? Are you allowed to kind of give somewhat of a timeline? You know, it's, I know that we're going to have some cool stuff spread out through the first and second quarter of 2023. Oh, save your Christmas money, kids. Mm -hmm. Save. Save, save the Christmas money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that actually may answer you. Oh, SoCal's question or statement here. He's saying a bigger decoy battery. So uh, all I can Maybe. say is what I've, what I've heard is keep your eyes peeled. It wasn't a no. Mm-hmm. It's a keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, we got another vote Stay here tuned. for MTB Cas. He says dropper, dropper, dropper. Um, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of them for the dropper, Jordan. Mm-hmm. pretty interesting there emmanuel what's up this this dude purple heart veteran uh love this guy he's saying yeah i'll be in the market for a new bike hopefully soon Ooh, that could that could line up right emmanuel on. emmanuel there's some cool potentially this is all you know hearsay potentially there's some cool stuff coming in uh early of next year maybe even sooner mm-hmm. but save save those pennies something cool's are coming mm-hmm. <laughs> i see Stay joey's house Stay tuned. Joey's got something pulled up here. What what is what does Joey have on on the on the screen? It looks like he wants to share something. Let's see. No, he's saying no. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> oh, we got a we got a donation to the show. Thank you, Trail Monster. Really appreciate it. Five dollars here. He says all the modern bike parks complement each other. So will it just make it just makes the riding experience so much fun and enjoyable? Yeah, so true, man. Having all that stuff. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it says, don't threaten me with the good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny, you saying Jeffsy isn't in stock just yet, but I am seriously on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and Jordan, remind them if they're looking at the Jeffsy, they have the it's the what are what are the different ranges of the Jeffsy? Uh, so there's the core two, core three, and core four. Uh, and then we have that uncaged six that we talked about as well. Um, I know that we're still getting containers in um, every time that we you know, are notified of bikes coming our way, they go on the website. Um, but the best way to stay tuned really is just to sign up for our, our newsletter. Um, and then there's also a notify me button on our website too. So if you look at a specific bike and a specific color rate and a specific size, 
you can be notified when that exact bike is coming back into stock uh, to pre-order it. Nice. There you go, Johnny. I hope that helps. wonder which one you're looking for. Johnny's a pretty tall dude. So if he's six, one, six, two, maybe are you six, three? Well, do you think mm -hmm. an XL would be for him or is that a double XL? When do you get into that range? You know, I think from, from what I've seen, I think double XL kind of starts around six, two ish, I'd say. Uh -huh. Um, okay. And then again, come, kind of coming down to rider preference. If you want something a little bit longer, um, then go with a bigger bike. If you want a shorter wheelbase, then go with a shorter one. Um, but you know, at, at that kind of height, you really could go either way. Okay. With the Jet C2, um, with it having like a steeper seat tube and all that stuff, even if you do um, go to the double extra large, you know, you can seat, uh, scoot the seat forward on the rails uh, and stuff like that as well. Interesting. So the reach isn't that much of a difference between the two. It's just kind of more since you're kind of in between it's it's more what you're more comfortable with johnny's saying mm -hmm. he is six one okay xl then for sure yeah xl xl for there mm -hmm. okay got it so mm -hmm. there you go johnny that's from uh, that's from jordan gold from the marketing department there at yt he's highly suggesting xl which is mm -hmm. awesome uh spokesman is saying thanks to jordan to yt into the segment for a great podcast i'm having a great evening good brother i'm awesome. glad that's awesome. Right and on. I can't believe we're over an hour. I can't believe, how does it go so fast? Oh, you guys? It, <laughs> wow. it, it, it goes so quick. I, I don't, I don't understand how that, how that goes. Brett Hall, he says double XL is good for me. And, and Brett's a tall guy. Brett, how tall are you? Are you six, one, six, two, something like that? Kind of in that in between range. Oh my gosh. I'm glad these guys popped on the bomber crew, the bomber crew. So uh, this Saturday, you guys, if you're catching this before Saturday, the 12th, the bomber crew is having a group ride, a veterans group ride at waterworks in orange County. So if you guys can join, uh, show up at 0730, as they would say, and roll out at 0800 is, is what they're <laughs> going to do. So Booyah! that's exactly right. And these group rides are big when it, when it happens, these birthdays are, I'm saying birthdays because they're saying happy birthday Marines. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally, man. Which is uh, so cool. Thank you guys for your service and all of you Thank that you. are part of the bomber crew, which mm -hmm. is cool. Look at this, Jordan. We got $20 from MTB raging. We got a super sticker for 20 bucks. Um, I, I might just take that 20 bucks. Did you guys know? And this isn't a plug, but it kind of is that there is really cool YT performance wear and it's at really good prices. So uh, I might take that 20 bucks to go, go see if I can get something there from Mr. James Aki at the, at the YT mail or on the website. One of the things that I've really loved about your performance wear is, and I don't know if, if this was part of your decision-making on this too, Jordan, but the fact that you guys have the goggle cleaner inside mm -hmm. the jerseys, did, how did you guys, yeah. That's right there. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Right. Yep. How, mm -hmm. who, how did you guys think of that? Uh, you know, I think that was that was designed uh, over in Europe. Um, but honestly, I've used it countless times. It's genius. Yeah. It's exactly what you need. <laughs> totally. It's, it's very great. cool. And the mm -hmm. prices for the performance wear are at least 25 to 30% less than the mm – -hmm the ones that are out there in the market. Yeah. Joey's is bringing some stuff up right now. There's the mid logo Jersey, 39 99 for the Jersey, the mm -hmm. jockey tech. I love that jockey tech tee because it feels like a regular tee, but it just mm -hmm. is very moisture wicking, which is really cool. 39 mm -hmm. for that. Um, do you, are now talking to some of the guys, like some of the, some guys like Jersey, some guys don't. Are you a, are you a Jersey guy? 
I'm not. I've always been a t-shirt guy. Uh-huh. Um, at least at, as soon as I stopped racing cross country, I swore I would never wear Liker again. And then the gravel bike showed up. Um, but other, <laughs> other than that, uh, if I'm out riding with full suspension, you'll see me in a t-shirt. Um, but now I wear the performance wear. I actually wear it normally almost every day. Uh, it's just super comfortable and, and light feeling. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Compared to like a cotton t-shirt, it's it's night and day. Yeah, right. Totally, totally. Yeah, look in the prices are slashing here too. On Joey's on the website. Mm-hmm. For those of you listening on iTunes or Spotify, Joey's on the USYT website. And that's another reminder. When you guys go, if you're if you're not in the area and you're ordering this uh, online, you want to make sure you're ordering from the USYT site. Um, there is also mm-hmm. the YT that goes to Europe. So it would mm-hmm. be a different shipping and handling if you guys uh, did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, nowadays it should change your region when you put your address in. Um, okay. But the safest way to check is just look in the browser right there and it should just have us.yt um, just instead of just yt in general. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Anything else on the on the yt side that uh, you'd like to add? You know, not not yet, but we definitely should do this again. Definitely. So see guys, mm-hmm. see how I was trying to twist the arm a little bit, trying to get some information. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, he tried, is t- he tried. He tried. <laughs> tight, loose lips, sink ships, as they say, yep. <laughs> Jordan Gold is, he, he is, he's good. So we'll definitely have Jordan back on. I'm really looking forward to some of the great stuff that's happening out there with YT. I love everything you guys have out there currently looking forward to what's going on in the future. And man, thank you for all the support too, you guys definitely. really Really appreciate it. Can't believe that uh, got support from such a great company for this little podcast. So, um, man, which is awesome. Thank you all too in the chats out there uh, for for joining us. This has been a night to uh, for me. This is special having Jordan Gold on from the marketing department of YT. Jordan Gold, folks. Yo, we'll see you guys out on the trails very very soon. If you're not doing anything this Saturday. 80800 show up to waterworks there'll be a bunch of us out there having a good time jordan if you're not doing anything if you're not working that day come on out well, i'm recruiting right a bunch of people will be out having a good time tons of raffles tons of fun and uh we'll see you guys there yeah have a good night everybody see ya thank you jordan episodes go by so fast thank you so much for tuning in to the segment podcast this has been episode 90 with special guest jordan gold from yt north america hope you guys enjoyed that i learned a thing or two and that new scepter bike seems really cool i definitely want to give that a try also the flight attendant technology looks very very attractive too so i can't wait to to try those types of bikes hope you guys uh, learned a thing or two Thank you so much for joining me on these episodes. If you are listening to this from Apple iTunes and or a place that allows you to do a review, if you wouldn't mind giving this show a review, it definitely helps get this out to other mountain bikers. And if you learned a thing or two, if you wouldn't mind hitting that like button or if you are on a platform that allows you to like or share, that would be awesome too. And I'll leave you with this. As always, dream big. Those dreams come to you for a reason. Set those dreams aside and put some of those things on paper and make them goals and try to achieve those goals to ultimately 
get to that dream. Hope you guys are doing well, and uh, we will see you out on the trails or on the next episode. And as always, th thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one.